Welcome to the Health Ranger Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, editor of naturalnews.com. And as always, we have some unique guests for you, the best in the industry. Today is no exception to that rule, but there is an exceptional person sitting across from me right now. It's Ronnie Cummins, the founder of the Organic Consumers Association. You're the executive director. That's your official title, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, you made major waves in the last 24 hours, Ronnie, with the announcement of the test results. Uh, you did a lab analysis of 100 products in the natural and organic industry, personal care products like shower gels and shampoos. You found about half of them were contaminated with 1,4-dioxane, which is a carcinogenic chemical. That's, yes, that's we huge did. news. <laughs> Yes, we did. We, after five years of trying to politely uh, pressure the natural products industry and the organic uh, uh, industry into uh, clearing up the rampant labeling fraud on body care products and home cleaning products, we decided we uh, had to take a direct action. And so what we did was we sent a scientist into a Whole Foods uh, retail store. We told him to buy 100 uh, different body care products. We said uh, we want you to especially buy any of them that have a USDA organic seal on the front. Uh We want you to send those to a cutting-edge lab, test for the presence of this uh, carcinogenic chemical dioxane 1,4. I must admit, we were shocked that 47 out of the 100 products uh, not only tested positive for this carcinogenic uh, substance uh, derived from using petrochemicals, basically, in body care, and cleaning products, uh-huh. but that the levels of contamination uh, up to 90 parts per million are literally a thousand times higher than what the EPA and regulatory agencies, at least in Europe, would consider hazardous or dangerous. Uh, this is this is shocking news in, in the industry. I mean, people expect these kinds of chemicals, let's say, in conventional consumer products, even though, you know, they shouldn't be there either, but people sort of expect them to be there. But what you went and, and took a look at were the natural or organic products. You found them there. Yes, that was uh, the lab we used had previously tested uh, conventional body care products uh, and had found a widespread presence of dioxin 1.4, and there were 1.4 one in them. We didn't expect to find it at the uh, in as many products and at the dangerous levels that we found it. Now, I, I want to make sure we give the listeners some positive action items from this. What are, Can you name some of the companies whose products were found to be free of this contaminant. I know Dr. Bronner's obviously is at the top of that list. Who else? Who else well, passed the test? Well, the good news is that every single product that had a USDA organic seal on the front of the package that means that it's food grade. It meets food grade organic standards for a, you know even though it's a body care product. Uh, Tested positive. This included Dr. Bronner's products. You, you, you mean tested free of the contaminant? Free of it, excuse me. Uh, Sensibility soaps, Origins Organics, and Terra Essentials. In addition to that, the uh, German uh, natural uh, body care products that are certified under the uh, German BDIH system, which is a pretty rigorous system for natural. Uh-huh. Uh, Aubrey's Organics, Dr. Hauschka, uh, Will. 
Alita, those tested positive as well. So you mean free, free of the yes, free of the contaminants, free of the contaminants. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. And so, uh, but what was shocking is not only uh, did uh, a lot of products test positive, but many of these products claim to be organic on the front. So, so to paraphrase it, you're saying a lot of the products that came up as being contaminated claim to be organic. Yes, they did not have the USDA organic seal on them because you have to have go through a rigorous process of being certified for that. But maybe they uh, uh, have the word organics in their name, copyrighted, or so on and so forth. So so the, the take-home message for listeners is don't be fooled by the brand name or the name of the company. It could be X Organics. You know, Bob's Organics doesn't mean it's organic necessarily. Not with uh, body care products or home cleaning products. Look for the USDA seal uh, or else uh, if it just is making claims to include some in- organic ingredients, look very closely on the back at the actual ingredients. If you see a bunch of unpronounceable words, uh, you probably don't want to be slathering your body in that or giving your kids a bubble bath in it. And uh, we aim to transform the industry. We obviously have to uh, keep organic organic, but we also put need to put the natural back in natural. Mm. Uh, the, the term natural is, is losing its credibility with consumers because there's no uh, criteria, no certification behind it that's, that's really believable. So one thing, we're just drawing a line in the sand and we're saying no petroleum products, period, should be in body care products uh, or home cleaning products that purport to be natural, uh, much less organic. And we're prepared uh, in the following weeks to start uh, stopping this with uh, legal suits if we need to. Now, folks, you can learn more details about this action at the Organic Consumers Association's website. That's organicconsumers.org. And you'll see articles on there from Ronnie Cummins. Of course, you'll also find continued coverage of this at naturalnews.com because uh, we, we both have much, many of the same views on, on this item. That's what I like about what you do, Ronnie, is you don't mince words. You're willing to go after the companies that you see as being dishonest in, in the organic or the natural space. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people in this industry are afraid to say the things that you're saying. Well, one of the reasons why we can say uh, what we mean uh, is that we're supported uh, completely by the grassroots. You know, 90% of our money uh, for our staff and our offices across North America come from ordinary organic consumers and alternative health consumers. We take very little money uh, from foundations or from organic companies. If an organic company wants to be our sponsor, they have to pass strict criteria for not only being USDA organic, but for uh, practicing fair trade uh, principles. So there's very few body care companies so far uh, that we've ever been willing to promote, but we're hoping that they are going to clean up their act now and there'll be quite a few of them. Well, I think you certainly have their attention. Let me ask you a a personal question. What do you use in in your own home? What kind of soap do you use or laundry detergent and so on? What... You know, what, what's well, in your house? Well, right now, uh, the say you go to use shampoo, 
uh, since there's nothing out there yet with a USDA organic seal on the front, I use Dr. Bronner's soap for, for the shampoo and then conditioning. Uh, uh, there are some products this week finally coming online, Dr. Bronner's and others, conditioners with the USDA seal. I use vinegar uh, up until now. Uh, the same thing my grandmother recommended because vinegar works as good as a conditioner filled with synthetic chemicals that's bad for your health. Uh-huh. And uh, there are some uh, companies that are uh, basically using vinegar uh, formulations for conditioners. But vinegar is a whole lot cheaper than a bottle of it fancy is. conditioner. It doesn't foam up like your uh, uh, <clears throat> you might expect a conditioner, but what it leaves, it leaves your hair in the same shape as an expensive conditioner, and you didn't just poison yourself or increase your chances of getting cancer by putting a conditioner in your hair. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to ask you about that. We're going to do that after the break, actually, but before, real quickly, what has the response been so far from the companies that you singled out in your press conference? You named them. So these companies, their products are contaminated. Are you getting any feedback yet? Well, we're noticing, like, the uh, L.A. Times story that Hain, uh, one of the largest uh, organic and natural companies, they said the first day the story broke that they were going to reformulate uh, Jason and I believe it's Alba and some of their other uh, products to make sure this uh, dioxane is, is taken out. Um, other companies have said they're going to, they take this very seriously, and uh, in the Washington Post today, the story they uh, are saying they're taking this very seriously and they're going to make changes. Okay, well, we'll ask you about more of those changes when we come back after the break. You're listening to an interview with Ronnie Cummins from the Organic Consumers Association at organicconsumers.org on the Health Ranger Radio Show. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to the Health Ranger Radio Show. We're sitting down with Ronnie Cummins, the Executive Director of the Organic Consumers Association. You're a real champion for defending the definition of organic and natural. So I want to I want to thank you, and on behalf of all our listeners, thanks for what you do, Ronnie. You're really making a difference. Well, I think what we have to keep in mind is that farmers have been farming for about 10,000 years, and that for 10,000 years, uh, right up until sec, you know Second World War, farming was organic. You know. Yeah. Family farms were the norm. When you buy, went to buy a food product at a retail store, it was typically produced within a 100-mile radius. And people actually grew in their backyards or parks or common areas a lot of their own food. It's only in the last 60 years that we've seen this insane uh, experimentation with toxic chemicals, energy-intensive farming, now genetic engineering, nanotechnology, irradiation. Uh, consumers, health-minded, environmental justice minded consumers have decided they don't want any more uh, tampering with their food. They want to get back to the natural organic ways and they're voting with their pocketbooks. Whereas this year $20 billion of certified organic food and body care products will be sold. $40 billion worth of uh, products labeled as natural and so on. The bottom line is $0.10 cents out of every grocery store dollar now are going for organic and uh, natural products 
Within 10 years, the way things are growing, the majority of products sold in the United States and, and Canada's grocery stores will be natural or organic. And yet, with because it's so successful now, there's so much money in the organic industry. It seems to me, and I, I'm going to ask you about this, that because there's so much money in it, the corporations getting involved, they want to redefine organic to be meaningless, something that makes them money, though. They want to redefine natural. They don't want to have strict standards that actually cost them profits. Exactly. We've had a uh, intense 10-year battle over organic standards in the United States, starting with Monsanto and other companies convincing the USDA that it would be okay to allow genetic engineering uh, in organic. We beat that right. back. The nuclear industry and the, and the military-industrial complex fought really hard for food irradiation to be allowed oh. under organics. We beat that back. So they wanted to irradiate food and then call it organic. Yes. We, they, uh, the so-called biosolids industry or the um, uh, sewage treatment industry wanted to be able to use toxic municipal sewage sludge on organic farms and still call it organic. We I mean, beat it sounds that outrageous. <laughs> the pesticide manufacturers keep trying to get loopholes in the organic standards to get synthetic pesticides used. We beat that back. Uh, we have a major problem, though, with companies like Walmart that, believe it or not, are the number one seller of, quote, organic milk in the United States now. Oh, yeah. Fill us in on this. You have a you have a big battle going on with the so-called organic milk uh, supplier, Aurora, in particular. Yes, Aurora Organic Dairy is a factory farm operation with intensive confinement of farm animals uh, that has a history of purchasing uh, animals from conventional farms and moving them onto their factory farms and then calling them organic. Aurora produces cheap organic milk, but it's not really organic. The animals don't have access to pasture. They weren't raised their whole lives in many cases as organic. So you go into a Walmart, oh man, that organic milk looks pretty cheap. Well, the reason it looks cheap is because it's not organic. Yeah. And the same thing for Safeway's private label, the same thing for uh, Costco's private label. These are all coming from these factory farm outfits. The truth is they're not adhering to the standards that most common sense people would say, well, that's that's an organic operation. Right. So we're, I think we're slowly but surely, we've forced the USDA to uh, decertify a couple of these factory farms. They they put uh, Aurora on notice. They made them sign essentially a guilty verdict. Uh, we've helped uh, organic consumers across the United States launch a class action suit in 28 states against Aurora. The bottom line is it's going to cost them millions and millions of dollars uh, You know that they have defrauded consumers for the last four years. Do you think they're likely to change their operations because of all of this? Where is it heading? The problem with having uh, national organic standards, even good standards, uh, if they're uh, overseen by a indentured regulatory agency like the U.S. Department of Agriculture, uh -huh. is that consumers must stay uh, alert uh, and mobilized and be prepared to fight regularly just to preserve good standards. So I think it's uh, until we can change the government in Washington, D.C., and get some people in the USDA who actually support health, justice, and sustainability 
uh, it's going to be a constant battle. Well, this is something that the listeners to this show are, are pretty familiar with, but let me summarize it very quickly for those who aren't, that the USDA and the FDA, both government regulatory agencies, have in the last decade or more really become the marketing departments of the very industries that they're supposed to regulate. They do not stand up for the people. They stand to protect the interests of industry. Would you agree with that statement, Ronnie? Yes, and, and the, the type of system that Americans think we have with our regulatory is what they have in Europe, where it's essentially a civil service system. In the European Union, if you work in a regulatory agency, you cannot uh, have come from that industry, say uh, corporate agribusiness, and then come into a USDA type, nor when you leave your job as a civil servant, are you allowed to become a lobbyist or an advocate for that industry. We need that kind of system in the United States. We don't have it right now. So it's kind of a financial firewall between the regulation of industry and the corporate side of industry. Yes. The traditional view of civil servants is that this is a lifetime job, that they're devoted to the public interest, that you pay people enough to, uh, you know, have a living wage, but that it's not a stepping stone to being a high-paid lobbyist for the corporations you're supposedly regulating. But in contrast, what we really have today, for example, in the USDA, many of the top executives used to be top executives for the beef industry or the dairy industry. It's all the same people. They're just changing chairs. It is. And that's why we're going to have a constant battle. Uh, We might as well uh, adjust ourselves to the fact that until we change the government at the local, state, and federal level, uh, we're going to be battling the FDA, the USDA, the EPA, the Federal Trade Commission. All these so-called regulatory agencies will only behave themselves if there's overwhelming pressure on them. So, folks, if you're listening to this, keep in mind the Organic Consumers Association is in many ways doing the job that the USDA should be doing but refuses to do, and that's why I have always supported your donations to the Organic Consumers Association. If you'd like to put your money to a good use, donate it to the OCA. You can find that information at organicconsumers.org, where you will also find daily updates of news and information and breaking stories like this one on the dioxide contamination. You'll find that all on organicconsumers.org. Now, we're going to come back. We're going to take another break here, Ronnie. And we'll come back. I want to ask you more about the toxicity of this chemical that you found in these so-called natural or organic products. We'll be right back with that information after the break. If you're listening to the Health Ranger radio show, stay with us. A special note here, remember you can find the full transcript of this exclusive interview online at www.naturalnews.com. You can also find updated news about this very issue and other issues on the same website, www.naturalnews.com. You are listening to the Health Ranger Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break with more great information about organic products and how to protect your health. Welcome back to the Health Ranger Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, editor of naturalnews.com, and we're joined once again with Ronnie Cummins, the executive director of the Organic Consumers Association, who is making major waves in the industry now after releasing a report that talks about the chemical contamination of so-called natural and organic products. You found 47 products, Ronnie, that were contaminated with 1,4-dioxane, which is a chemical solvent 
prevalent, a known carcinogen, which means it causes cancer. Could you explain to the listeners here, how does it actually cause cancer? I mean, some people think if you put it on your skin and you don't drink it, then it's fine. Yeah, well, I think the important thing to keep in mind is that the skin is the largest organ in our body, and that uh, putting something on your skin, uh, in some ways, you absorb it uh, even more than if you ate it, because it doesn't go through your digestive system. It often gets right into your bloodstream. So it's extremely uh, dangerous that we're swimming in a toxic soup of 100,000 synthetic chemicals every day in the United States. Only about 10% of these synthetic chemicals have ever been tested for their toxicity. But here we have one uh, ethylene oxide which uh, uh, degrades into this uh, dioxane 1,4 which has been tested. Governmental agencies have said this is a carcinogen at parts per billion. The EPA says it should not be more than three parts per billion in drinking water and yet we're finding it up to 90 parts per million in body care products that are labeled as natural or organic. Wait, so if I'm doing my math right, that is 30,000 times more contamination than what's allowed in the drinking water. Right, and it's also important to consider that there is a cumulative impact. So your your kids, uh, you bathe them in the bubble bath that's got this uh, dioxine 1,4, and then you uh, shampoo them with a shampoo that's got dioxine 1,4 in it. Uh, then they're uh, drinking water or, you know, whatever that's also contaminated. So this is a very serious matter. We've got to get petroleum products uh, out of body care, cosmetics, cleaning products, starting with the ones that are labeled as natural or organic. Well, this is really, you know, when I think about what's really going on here, Ronnie, I get outraged about it. These are products that are sold as baby shampoo, some of them. So parents are buying these natural or organic baby products. They're taking them home. They're, they're actually washing their child in the bathtub with these products, and they're soaking them in a cancer-causing chemical. Why is this even allowed in this? Why aren't these companies being arrested for, for this kind of behavior? Well, first of all, it's not on, it was not on any of the uh, 47 products that, that uh, tested for the presence of dioxin. It didn't say dioxin on their label. They weren't disclosing it to consumers. Is it possible that they don't know it's in their product? Uh, a couple of the smaller companies claimed that they were dealing with subcontractors who had lied to them about this. Uh-huh. Uh, but in general, these companies know exactly what they're doing uh, because, uh, you know, they know the chemicals in their process. And the reason why they use petroleum-based products to make a body care or cleaning product is because it's cheap, uh, you can make a lot of profit, and because it, uh, you know, instead of using some of the other green chemistry or, or things that are a little more expensive, it's cheap. And second of all, they're concerned about making the detergents or the cleansing agents uh, less feel less harsh. In other words, a dish dishwashing, a natural dishwashing company would say, oh yeah, we've got dioxin 1,4 in our dishwashing liquid because if we didn't have that, uh, it would make people's hands irritated. Uh, my answer to that is I'd rather have, I'd rather wear some rubber gloves washing my dishes than I would get cancer. Well, and, and if they're going to put it in there, I mean, they should be honest. Put it on the label. Hey, it contains dioxin. Exactly. <laughs> now with extra dioxin. And 
fact, in certain states like California, uh, this Proposition 65, it's actually illegal. Some of the levels we found, uh, it's illegal not to put on your label that it could cause cancer. So that right there means many of these companies are operating in violation of at least California law. Yeah, it it's uh, they're in a panic right now. All these companies they're in damage control mode, and on Monday when we send them cease and desist orders from our law firm in Washington D.C., I think they're going to understand that we're not backing down off this. We're going to keep organic, organic, and we're going to put the natural back in natural. And for those listening to this, if you want to find out which brand names passed the test versus failed the test, you can find the answers to that question on the Organic Consumers Association website, which is, again, www.organicconsumers.org. And by the way, Ronnie, what ingredients should consumers watch out for on the labels? I know you list this on your website. Can you give uh, two or three highlights here during the radio show? Yes, if you see uh, on a, a label a bunch of unpronounceable words in the ingredient list, that's a good indication that this is not very natural. It's certainly not organic. But if you see any word, uh, chemical description, that ends in the three letters E-T-H or P-E-G, or you see the word uh, polyphylene, polythylene, glycol, uh, and several other. They're all listed on our website. So E-T-H, just to interrupt, would be like sodium laureth, yes. L-A-U-R-E-T-H. Yes. What are some of the other E-T-H's that are out there? Uh, these are all chemical names. Yeah. You, gotta be, you have to be a chemist to understand some of this stuff. Right. So what you want to look for is look for the USDA organic seal on the front of the package because none of those products uh, were contaminated with dioxin. Or else there's some of the European products, Aubrey Organics, Dr. Hauschka, uh, Walita, that also uh, tested clean on this. And in the meantime, just uh, start thinking about every time you put something on your body, uh, it's very much like eating it. You don't want to you don't want to be eating organic food and putting a bunch of bogus uh, natural or bogus organic uh, body care products on your body. Now, this study that you conducted from with the Organic Consumers Association really only looked at one chemical. Now, in reality, though, there are m many chemicals that are problematic in the industry today, correct? Yes. We are putting out a call to our nationwide network of half a million organic consumers to please uh, help us raise money to do more testing. We want to go after toothpaste. We want to go after the full range of products. There are many uh, products beyond these first 100 that we should be testing. Uh, this is simply the beginning. It's the, the warning shot over the bow, if you will. I, you know, I find it amazing. As you say that, I'm thinking in my mind that any honest government regulatory agency would be doing that already. Isn't it insane in this country that a nonprofit like like yours has to actually do this job? Shouldn't the government be testing these products? Well, what's amazing is that the, the so-called Food and Drug Administration, which is supposed to protect us from dangerous ingredients in drugs or food, when you ask them about cosmetics or body care or 
cleaning products, they say, oh, we don't regulate the safety of those products. Incredible. Well, then who does? But, but nobody does. We're going to have to be the regulators ourselves. Consumers have to take matters into their own hands. We've got to vote with our pocketbooks. But we've also got to get vocal and let these companies know we are not going to buy their products if they don't tell the truth on their labels and get away from these petroleum-based ingredients and other synthetic chemicals that are literally killing us. Amen to that. And you you just heard an exclusive interview with the guy who's going to be working to enforce these common-sense, non-toxic rules in the organic industry, Ronnie Cummins, the executive director of the Organic Consumers Association. Any last words, Ronnie? We have about 30 seconds. Now, just keep up the good work. We need to build a massive movement of alternative health consumers and organic food consumers and rest back control over our government and over our environment so that we can have a healthy and sustainable future. Remember, folks, you do vote with your dollars. Every dollar that you spend is an investment or a motivating factor for those companies to continue whatever practices they're currently doing. So if you want to make changes in the world, start by changing the way you spend your dollars. So thanks for listening. This is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger with Health Ranger Radio Show. And you just heard an interview with Ronnie Cummins from the Organic Consumers Association, where you can find more information about the story that we covered here today. Thank you.